and I'm a queer fangirl who spends too much time on the internet. I'm Robert. I'm not quite 50. I don't spend as much time on the internet, but I've seen way too many movies. And this is 50 v 20. The show where we discuss queer representation in media. As despair starts, Billy sends Jack into the empty, and she wants Dean dead because he's chaos incarnate, which is a good description for him. <laughs> yeah. And That's good. the episode itself is... It's not all around Destiel because they're all working to do various things. and That episode is, like, heartbreaking. Like, I am so... I'm honestly, like, partly glad that I didn't stick with the show. Mm. Because I'm extremely fragile. And I know that if I watched it and was, like, invested, I would have just been, like... Yeah, it'd probably be better now. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, you watched it, but knowing it's coming and knowing that's gonna happen yeah if i was just a fan like watching all those people disappear like watching what happened to cassiel i totally get why y'all were having a terrible week that was a very especially knowing you know there's two episodes left yeah you just killed castiel and then everyone all the apocalypse world disappeared yeah charlie and stevie and what was her name maggie yeah eileen Oh yeah, For she's, she's not. Left. She's not in the episode, but yeah, she's texting her, and, and she I know there are Sam and Eileen shippers. So sorry to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> and yeah, and the show was ha- having pandemic issues, so I assume I, the Eileen actress just couldn't get into town, so they didn't ever appear. Yeah, or she didn't want to be on just to die, maybe. <laughs> Which good for her. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, whatever it was. That was sad though. I did think the phone docs were like kind of so dramatic. <laughs> dot dot dot. It was, well. <laughs> But I don't understand because if she vanished, like, wouldn't her phone, like, still be typing? No, because she dropped it. Well, even if she dropped it, like... No, if she dropped it, it could, like, it was an old phone. Well, it still works. When he picks it up, he finds her text half-written. So then it would have still been typing. So, error. Uh, If if you exit the text message thing... It wasn't exited, though. Anyway, (laughs) it was a goof. But still a great dramatic moment. If you stop typing, do the dots go away? No, like if it's they're there like as long happy. as the message is still there. Yeah, so it's kind of a goof. Mm. That's I guess I, it's fun. it had dramatic effect. And In their reality, it, it's that's how the phone works. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it, and that's okay because it, it was a good way of dealing with her dress. What phone was that anyway? Was that like a Samsung? It was something older. Yeah, even though that was not that long ago. Yeah, I was like, why doesn't even iPhone? That was, that was her phone. Because <laughs> the well, they do use a lot of cheap phones because they replace them a lot. They don't talk about this as much in later seasons, but they basically make money by credit card fraud and yeah, yeah, no, using I, burner yeah. phones, yeah, and selling burner phones maybe. Don't aren't they? Aren't they like hacking into ATMs and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Later in the years, they probably have some better access because they got Garth. I think Garth makes a big thing of getting them money as that's well. That's totally fair of them to be doing, though, because they're literally they're saving, the, saving world. the world. So Repeatedly. that's totally fine. Hack all the ATMs. They're dying for that shit. That's yeah. good for them. It's and fair. then, of course, at the end of the episode, Castiel remembers his deal with the Empty, where the Empty's going to come for him. And I forget why she was so mad at him. I don't even know if technically the Empty is a she, just because it's represented by her. Uh, Fantastic actress, by the way. 
She's terrifying and I love it. She is great. Even when, I mean, like, she left the show because she, like, she has multiple sclerosis and she left. They still brought her back a couple times and she worked with that pretty well. Like, when they brought her back in the other episode we watched where she's doing a little bit of fighting, but they're angling it so you can use the double and so she doesn't have to move a lot. And then here she's just sitting in a chair and she's still scary. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, pretty good. It was Rachel really Miner's great. I loved it. I mean, I didn't love it. I actually hated <laughs> the episode, but I loved her. <laughs> she was great. I, <laughs> she did great with what she was given. So we'll get to the end of the episode and Castile's little monologue. We'll, we'll get way And some other stuff. In the meantime... Let's do our shticks. Uh, shtick. Uh, Bechdel test. No. Do any of these episodes pass it? Technically, Despair does because Stevie and... Charlie are talking about eggs, which is not about a man. And to be fair, Supernatural does often have women talking about things with each other. It's just their cast is mostly men, so yeah. not always. Yeah. Um, That's okay. We're not mad. They aren't acknowledged openly as gay. No. Uh, Charlie and Stevie are. Yeah. So there's that. But um, overall, like. I feel like there was another hunter that was, was Garth gay. There was some other hunter that was gay. Someone's going to love that you said that, though. (laughs) No, in a way, I thought it was a negative thing when I was remembering. You think being gay is a negative? No. (laughs) (laughs) Try to get me out in trouble. No. Cancel him. If the only, for some reason, I was remembering it because I was like the only gay hunters I could think of. And I was trying to think if the show had acknowledged, you know, gay people, basically. If it was Garth and Charlie, that's a little problematic anyway, because Garth and Charlie are like the most nerdy, like not out there fighting the monsters hunter kinds of hunters. Oh, yeah. Where they're the behind the scenes using yeah. computers and stuff all the time. And so that could be a little problematic, but I didn't, I forgot to confirm whether or not I remembered that right. I mean, yeah, none of them are really, like none of the main cast is really out as anything. But Castiel is pansexual because like he's an angel. I don't think he gives a but shit. But on the barrier gaze side, Charlie was killed twice. So. <laughs> yeah. Two different Charlies down. They buried their gays twice in one episode. Yeah. So. Well, that's how you do it. Just like it. All you s- it chapter two. You start with the dead gay and with the dead gay. <sighs> Gosh. Yeah. Can I use gay as a noun? Yeah. I'll, I'll allow okay. it. As a queer person, I'm allowing it. It's fine. You can do that. <laughs> but anyway, they don't do very well at passing the um, Vita Russo test. Make Mori, yes. They definitely have women who have their own storylines going on and yeah. have... That aren't always like about the, the men. Even Naomi as a villain passes that one. Yeah. She was a woman who had her own plan going on. Billy has her own plan going Billy, on. Yeah. So, yeah, they definitely passed that one for Makamori. And then we have, of course, do we want to deal with the triangle now? Or th- Ooh, we'll save the triangle for Save later. the triangle for next well, time. Let's touch real quick on names. Names. Sam Winchester sounds like, sounds like a name you, that exists. I mean, Winchester is a last name. Yeah. Sam and Dean's fine. Sam and Dean. Castiel, if I remember right, they didn't even make it up. I think that's actually in the Dictionary of Angels. So this, the, the name Sam means God has heard. Samuel, yeah. That's an interesting name. And then what does Dean mean? Dean means Is it just valley. coming from the, what is it? It means valley. Huh. It also means the Hebrew noun law, justice, verdict. For Dean? Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of cool for them. Yeah. I feel like their names are okay. Well, I think they name... They're definitely characters. They also name a lot of supporting characters after actual people. You know, Carver Edland is named after two of the writers. 
is like, Bobby is named after. I was going to say like Bobby Singer. His whole name, Bobby Singer is a, yeah. was a writer and director, I think both. Yeah. He did both for And Castiel is an angel. I believe he's in uh Isn't he the Angel of Thursday or something like that? I'm Thursday? seeing if I still have dictionary I just of said, angels what is over Thursday? on the bookshelf. <laughs> I could go grab it and No, no, check. I've checked before. I think he's in there. He is in there. He's the he's the he's the Angel of Thursday. Don't know what the significance of that is, but since I think the show was on Tuesdays, I'm not sure what the significance is. I know. Right? They should have done Angel of Tuesday. Maybe they were really, they thought they'd be on Thursday. Then it's for season Someone four. lied to them. They already wrote They're the like, script. We're moving you to Thursday. You're like, okay, was, fine. He's Castiel then. Yeah. It's too late. <laughs> they just wanted an angel name that isn't one we'd all heard of because yeah. they I include think a lot of angels great. we have heard of. Yeah. Yeah. So all the names Eventually. are pretty, pretty all right. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. They, 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 they do final names. Jody. Joey and Stevie. It is. It also (laughs) Kevin. It's also potentially problematic that um, the lesbian couple on the show both have traditionally male names. Stevie, Stevie, and Charlie. Those are both really cute names, but yeah, exactly. Charlie, I think part of that was so that when they first met her, I think they didn't expect they were going to find a woman Mm -hmm. because it's a hunter named Charlie. I think that was part of the joke of it, but I, I misremembering. We didn't watch that episode this week, so who remembers anymore? I just remember her first death. Was it's been really a long sad. week. When they found her dead the first time, that was sad. When she died this time, it was sad, but it was in a larger sad context. That was just like, she was just poof. It was just yeah. poof and she was gone. Yeah. Yeah, sad. Stevie di- dying actually was kind of sadder because it was so abrupt and you had Charlie there react to it. Yeah. The trick? Low flame. Don't rush him. Not too runny, not too dry. Excuse me. What did I say about guns at the table? The weapons table is all the way in the other room, and I love watching you cook. Hey, I thought we could hit up that hideout after the sun goes down. Three to four shifters, perfect size for just us. So, like a date? Yeah, like a date. Oh my God. Told ya. Well, how are they like this? Wow. Why have I been eating rubbery trash eggs my whole life? Babe, I swear, you are making these for me every morning for the rest of my Stevie? Stevie? And I, like, didn't know really what was happening. So that was like, huh? I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Just happened. <laughs> I was, like, shocked. Um, yeah. Yeah, do you even watch episodes that had Charlie in them? Yeah, Is she around I, before you st- stop watching regularly? Yeah, I think I've seen a few, and also the fandom just like loves Charlie. Like, well, she's, she's like them. A, she's a LARPer. <laughs> yeah, computer nerd. Yeah, and I think like a lot of fanfics that want like a best friend character, it's always Charlie. You know, because you know, got that girl best friend power. Um, so yeah. Then she said that wound was killing her. Maybe we can wait her out. Yeah, and if we can, then we fight. We'll lose. 
I just let us into another trap. Oh, because I, I couldn't hurt Chuck. Because I was angry and because I just needed something to kill and because that's all I know how to do. Dean. It was Chuck all along. We never should have left Sam and Jack. We should be there with them now. Everybody's gonna die, Cass. Everybody. I can't stop it. She's gonna get through that door. I know. And she's gonna kill you, and then she's gonna kill me. I'm sorry. There is, there's one thing she's afraid of, there's, there's one thing strong enough to stop her. When Jack was dying, I, I made a deal to save him. You what? The, the price was my life. When I experienced a moment of true happiness, the empty would be summoned and it would take me forever. Why are you telling me this now? I always wondered, ever since I took that burden, that curse, I wondered what it could be, what, what my true happiness could even look like. And I never found an answer. Because the one thing I want, it's something I know I can't have. But I think I know, I think I know now. Happiness isn't in the having. It's in just being. It's in just saying it. What are you talking about, man? I know, I know how you see yourself, Dean. You see yourself the same way our enemies see you destructive and you're angry and you're broken you're your daddy's blunt instrument and you think that hate and anger that's that's what drives you that's who you are it's not and everyone who knows you sees it everything you have ever done the good and the bad you have done for love you raise your little brother for love you fought for this whole world for love that is who you are. You're the most caring man on earth. You are the most selfless, loving human being I will ever know. You know, ever since we met, ever since I pulled you out of hell, knowing you has changed me. Because you cared, I cared. I cared about you. 
I cared about Sam, I cared about Jack. But I cared about the whole world because of you. You changed me, Dean. Why does this sound like a goodbye? Because it is. I love you. They'll do this case. Goodbye, Dean. So at what at what point in the speech does it yes. become a problem? All of it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, do you have it written down? Yeah. Let me see. I'm gonna do some investigating. <laughs> okay, so kind of just going through the speech, I think it's really interesting how he starts with the like you're angry, you're broken, whatever the way like people see you or whatever the way you see yourself. I actually, like, like the way that that part of the speech ties into Dean's prayer. Like, it shows that Cass heard it. I mean, we know that he did because he said so, but... I don't know why I get so angry. I just know know that it's, it's just always been there. And when things go bad, it, it just, it, it comes out. And I, I can't, I can't stop it. No matter how, how bad I want to, I just can't stop it. And, and I, I forgive you. Of course I forgive you. I'm sorry it took me so long I'm sorry it took me till now to say it. Dean was like, I don't know why I get so angry. And then Cass was like, finally, I guess, replying to the Mm -hmm. prayer because he didn't in that episode. Right. So I like that. I like that there was kind of like a callback to that. Um, I honestly think the first part of the speech is really well written. Beautiful. I I don't even know if the speech itself is the problem. The problem is he's giving the speech knowing at the end of it. The empty is going to show up, and that means he dies. If he does this speech to be to express his love and be happy, and then they're able to fight, like the empty comes and grabs Billy instead, and Cass is fine, it might not be bad at all. Oh, so one of the parts that I think is kind of like problematic, yeah, is where it says like he's talking about how he needed to find his true happiness, how he doesn't know what that would look like. Oh, the being and. 
having thing? Yeah, and then he says, like, it's something I know I can't have, but I think I know. I think I know now. Happiness isn't in the having. It's in just being. It's in just saying it. Practically speaking, why can't he have it? I mean, before we get into the problematic nature of what you were about to say. Not you or what you were going to say being problematic. I'm problematic. <laughs> what you were going to say about that, that phrasing being She's problematic. She's problem. He only can't have it because in this moment he's about to die. But he's talking about it as if that's a realization over time that he can't be with Dean. Which... Well, I think the, that's the part that makes it like um, more than just like, you're my family and I love you and I'm saying goodbye. It makes it into a bigger deal. Like, there was this thing that I want, I can't have, and that makes it pretty clearly feel gay. (laughs) Traditionally in pop culture, romance is, like, once you've expressed your feelings, then you just have to put a little effort in and they're going to love you right back. Is it that Castiel's better than that? Good good for him. I think Castiel thinks that his relationship with Dean would never be exactly the way that he wanted it to be. And Mm. he settled and he was fine with just being his best friend because like, it wasn't like Dean like dated any men during the seasons or like Castiel knew that he could be close. Like there are some moments where Dean is like cast like personal space or like, get out of my like space. You're standing too close to me, Mm. whatever it is. And so I think I, I read that at least as like Castiel always wished that he was like closer to him in that way but he didn't want to act on it because he didn't want to make dean uncomfortable or ask for something that wasn't gonna happen Um, plus as long as chuck's still around and there's potential for the universe going back to normal i think angels aren't supposed to be with people yeah well well. yeah you know there's that there's that as well can we open this one um yeah he says, like, the one thing I want. What is the one thing you want? Feels like it's, you're saying it's Dean. Yeah. Is the one thing that you want that you couldn't have. Or at least the relationship with Dean. It's Which, something else. Yeah. in doing that and in saying that, that that's the history. They're making every single episode that came before that able to be interpreted mm-hmm. as that. At least when Castiel's saying so stuff or doing stuff. Yeah. You can't really call, like, Castiel shippers, like, no. crazy or anything because, like, The show said it. Like, I don't know if this is best case or worst case, but essentially that at least makes it so Castiel's side is canon. Yeah. Even if you don't buy into Dean's. Yeah. So, yeah, it affects retroactively all of that. It makes it canon. Yeah. It can change the interpretation of... And then... Which, like, even, like, the the one scene that we talked about before where it was, like, I'd rather have you cursed or not, and then Cass gazes at him... If this scene didn't exist in the last in his last episode, you could just think like, "Oh, he's staring at him like that's kind of weird." Yeah. But knowing what now he it's like, thinks no, that was him Dean, looking at him lovingly. Yeah. Then that changes the entire meaning of that scene before. So and Misha definitely bought into that. Yeah. In the way he played. Kids. Totally. Yeah, I think I think part of it that's problematic. I do like the whole sentiment. Like, I get the whole like happiness isn't in the having; it's in just being. Like, you can be happy. Without having everything you ever wanted. I think that's great. Don't know if it's necessarily something to be saying to, like, an LGBT crowd. Hmm. It's not about you having what you want. Just be yourself. Right. Like, no, I think you should be you able to be, be yourself. Gay. And also have what Just you don't want. do anything about it. When you start to get confused because of thoughts in your head. 
Don't feel those feelings. Hold them in instead. Turn it off like a light switch. Just go click. It's a cool little Mormon trick. We do it all the time when you're feeling certain feelings that just don't seem right. Treat those pesky feelings like a reading light. And turn them off like a light switch. Just go back. Really, what's so hard about that? Turn it off! Turn it off! (laughs) Yeah, it's like you can be gay, but just like don't get married. You can be gay, but just like don't have kids. You can be gay, but like don't do it in public. Like, I don't like that kind of like. That's fair, yeah. Rules about it. They could have even phrased it better where, for him, this is how he's saying it. But it's Castiel. We assume Castiel has some knowledge he's saying in like a, above people. Exactly. He's saying it in like a profound way for like humanity. Mm-hmm. It's in this. Like, and it's framed as a big final speech. And Even Dean is like, this sounds like goodbye. And he's like, well, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. And then that... Bye. You know, empty powers activate. Isn't his first, like, words in the show, like, hello, Dean? And then his last words were goodbye. Dean. Well, in English, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I to know. be fair, that's his like, voice that breaks all the windows of the gas station. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> his first, like, line line was hello, like Dean. That, yeah. And then his last line was goodbye, Dean. So. It, it fits. <clears throat> Dramatically, it fits the relationship. The problem is then the next thing is, oh, he's going to die. Can he be brought back? Yes. Does that matter when there's only two episodes left? Somewhat, but... All you people who write those fanfics where Jack brings Cass back and then they finally talk about it, I love you. There are like a thousand of those out there and they are fantastic. we, We didn't watch the next episode, but I think they do... He does bring Cass back after Chuck's gone. But Castiel immediately goes to heaven to rebuild. Oh. So there's no advancement of any relationship stuff. That's in the show. I think so. I thought that was just like... Or maybe Jack disappears to go fix stuff. I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch it. (laughs) As you said, there's... Was it 237 episodes or something like that? Someone tell us what happens after. Not 237, 327. I was mixing two digits. Uh, essentially, I guess next would be, we could talk about our impression of the larger thing, or we could talk about Misha. Misha! Because, so after this airs, actually, I think this was earlier. Are we talking about drama? No, the first tweet I noticed is I'm scrolling through the article to find the tweet that he said, um, this is a tweet from Misha about, speaking of numbers, Castine fanfics have reached the milestone of being the first ship with 100 thousand plus stories iconic <laughs> and they're all great i have to admit i like being on top yeah that's gay oh my god <laughs> misha well it's at least sexual it doesn't have to be gay there was an article what year was this um 2020 2020 is when oh god and that was already a terrible year well, yeah, it was. That's why the finale, the final episode, ended up being such a problem structurally, is because they didn't have all the guest stars. Right, like what they wanted to do, they couldn't because really do. they would have had to put all of that. Uh, current standards in Vancouver, where everyone gets two weeks of quarantine. Yeah. So that's bringing all any guest stars you want that aren't locals have to be quarantined for two weeks. Yeah. And even the locals, you still have to be quarantined them. 
but at least it's easier. It became so they had Bobby and not Mary, not Jack, not like they lost so many. I don't think Jack's in that episode at Jack all. He's not in the final episode. He's in the one right before it. I see. I don't think he's in. The final I don't know. One. Yeah, they just didn't have all but the vibes. I get it. Like basically, it's Dean's big Dean's real true love when he goes to heaven is his car, which <laughs> fits in a way. It's it's the manly thing he wants to be inside. So, still gay. You can't say that. I can. You can't put that in the podcast. <laughs> Why? Because cars aren't manly? Fair. Uh, wait, doesn't the car have a name? Yeah, it's called Baby. Or Is it Baby? Yeah, it calls it Baby. Baby can be a man. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't thought about it that deeply. And there's a whole episode about the car, so. Dean really loves his car. Fair enough. It's been there, like, the whole time. I'm trying to find Castiel's tweet, or Misha Collins' tweet. This article's way too long, people. You're talking about a tweet. Misha. Misha, Las Vegas. Yeah. Basically, Misha specifically says that Castiel's canon after Castiel makes his homosexual declaration of love. <laughs> that was a, a direct quote from him. Great. But then when, you know, fans weren't very happy about the bury your gays part of that. Oh, gosh. No, wait. Let me take a trip back. To 2020. That day, week, insanity. Like, I went on Tumblr that day, as I do, and uh, flooding. Like, so many people were crying. So many people were freaking out. So many people were writing long essays about how heartbroken they were. I'm like, what happened? Because I didn't watch the episode. Yeah. So I was like, what in the world is going on? And um, I just fell down a rabbit hole. But it was, I don't know, like, I haven't seen it. Anything like that on Tumblr. It's like hundreds. And did this this happened after the magicians did the we haven't we'll talk about that in the next couple episodes, but yeah. That was after that, right? Quentin died. It was. Yeah, it was so, it was about a year later. So Where Barrier Gaze was definitely trending on Twitter whenever it happened. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It was kind of a conversation that was like in people's minds. People were starting to talk about that more. But yeah, the fans were like rightfully heartbroken and it was it was a sad time. And it was just interesting because I think that like the actors and like showrunners and just people involved thought it was going to be like, well, obviously I think they knew that the fans would be sad that Cass died because everyone loves Cass. But yeah. I, I think they thought that that like I love you scene was going to be like touching and like heartwarming. Right. And like, Which is definitely the way Misha's playing it. Totally. Totally, yeah. But it didn't come across that no. way to really anybody that I've seen. Everyone was just mad. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it wasn't a gift. <laughs> but then he had commented on the was the Spanish language tra- um, yeah. soundtrack because yeah. they changed the line so that it was, uh, like, Dean responded by saying, cast, so do I, or something like that. Yeah. Me importa
yo a ti, Cass. And he was then responding to that, saying, like, no, that wasn't an alternate version of the episode. That was just the translators. Right, because that. everyone was, like, everyone was trying to figure out why, was an that, alternate ending. why that happened, if there was, like... That it got changed. A different script. Exactly, yeah. Um, my headcanon is that the Dean dub actor is just shipped SDL. Right. <laughs> yeah. So then Misha responded, and this was in a video he posted. He says, I feel proud of the ending of Supernatural. I feel like it was intentionally inclusive and a celebration of someone expressing their truth and having good things come of it. Uh Castiel is not a character that plays into any insidious trope of exclusion in Hollywood. In my opinion, Castiel's declaration of love was done of his own volition with full knowledge of the consequences of those actions. Yeah. He went on to rebuild heaven and his action literally saved the world. The rebuild heavens... If I'm correct about what happens at the end what of the What is with all these gay people have to die to save the world? By expressing who he really was, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, by expressing who he really was, by saying this, by making this declaration of love, he literally ends up saving the world. And if that's not something to celebrate, I don't know what is. Uh-huh. Um, and he said something about being a little irked by the backlash. Want everyone yeah. to just take a moment to celebrate the good of this show. Yeah, he was a little, he was a little irked. So. So then, and there and, comes in there comes in the only time in the fandom that anyone was ever mad at Misha Collins right. ever. Fans <laughs> took issue with Misha's comments, and after they explained their concerns to the actor, he posted a follow up tweet. Here's his follow up tweet: "I'm sorry if I spoke defensively. I naively thought Cass in 1518 was going to feel validating, but this isn't about me. I'm going to shut up and listen for a change. If it's not too much to ask, please tell me what we could have done better." Uh, and then he also said, and I'm especially proud that my character's parting message was expressing your true self, letting yourself love who you truly want to love openly and honestly, mm-hmm. can literally save the world. For in the end, good things do happen and they're worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. Is he referencing Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Is um, that a Lord of the Rings? I love you all. <laughs> it's like in the great stories, Mr. Frodo. The ones that really mattered. Full of darkness and danger they were. And sometimes you didn't want to know the end. Because how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was when so much bad happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing. This shadow. Even darkness must pass. A new day will come. And when the sun shines, it'll shine out the clearer. Those were the stories that stayed with you. That meant something. Even if you were too small to understand why. But I think, Mr. Furrow, I do understand. I know now. Folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back only they didn't they kept going because they were holding on to something what are we holding on to Sam but there's some good in this world Mr. Farrell and it's worth fighting for. And so, yeah, he basically, it, 
fantastic reaction from him because he realized he was celebrating one part of it, but fans weren't quite there. And he's like, okay, this isn't about me. Yeah. And that's good. And I, yeah, I, I appreciate that response, definitely. And um, I remember, like, when that was going on, people were kind of explaining, you know, the issues that they found with it. And he was replying to a lot of people and mm. just being very kind, so... We love Misha, no. Yeah. <laughs> no Misha hate around here. We love him. And he loved the show. He loved being on it. That's why in The French Mistake, he's been the backseat tweeting, because yeah. that's what he does. We've played Gish, like, <laughs> yeah. for Misha people. <laughs> I've still got a Gish t-shirt. Yeah. We love it. Um, yeah, no. No no, no hard feelings about that. I mean, hard feelings, but not towards him. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the problem is... See, ideally, there's a... I wrote about this when the magicians did the Quentin thing, which we'll talk about in the next couple of episodes. It kind of does relate. It does relate directly, because timing-wise, the zeitgeist of, like, people talking on Twitter about this kind of stuff, is that ideally, there will be a point where the character being gay or they're declaring love before they die isn't a problem, because someone declaring their love before they're going to die is reasonable. That's the time where you're going to do it if you haven't done it yet. Yeah. And someone dying to save the world is reasonable in a show about this kind of stuff. Yeah. The problem is we have a tendency to make it be the gay character who holds off saying it because our society keeps gay people from saying it. Yeah. And the show could have been one to represent it better by having him say it earlier. What if he'd said it, even if he'd said it dying, he could have said it two deaths earlier. Yeah. And then they'd have a few years of like, even if they don't, act on it necessarily it still changes the context of yeah it's something they that have. they have between them and know that um like will they or won't they as a tv trope but it doesn't it can go away and it can change yeah, yeah. and ideally you'd have a point where whether it's gay or straight or whatever would not change that and it'd be okay but we're not there yet right and it's also just like I don't know. For me personally, I don't like the whole message of, like, to be happy, like, something bad has to happen, or... Well, right. We didn't even get into how that moment gets him true happiness. Yeah. His true happiness came just from admitting that he loved Dean. How's that happy? Yeah. You're gonna die now. I mean, I guess it's cute that, like, he's happy to tell If anything, he's demonstrating that he already had true happiness for a few years now. Right. So the empty should have noticed. Right. Yeah, that part is also just confusing. Like, what part is the true happiness? Because I don't understand how he's feeling, like, true happiness in that moment. Like, they're both literally terrified. (laughs) Both about to, like, probably die. It's not really a happy moment. Now, if the empty had told him, as soon as you admit your love, I'm coming. Yeah. Then it'd be at least explicit. And then it's like, okay, it's not about happiness. I can be happy. I'm already happy. But I thought you should know. I love you. It might not have played. It might have played just as bad because we wouldn't have the comparison. It would be less confusing, But it'd be, yeah. It would make more sense because, yeah, it's a a little confusing. Also, like, what you said about, um, how... (sighs) I don't know. Characters dying? Trying to tell you how you think? Also, what you said... (laughs) Dying declarations of love. What do you want about here? (laughs) Also, what you said about, um, like, the time period and Mm. how, um, uh, like, how... What did you say? (laughs) 
Well, the timing between this and Magicians is what I was referencing. No, 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 not the timing between this and Magicians. Like, the timing of, like, how it would be okay for that to happen, but, like, because we don't have, like, a lot of... Oh, because it's the end of the show, you mean? No. What are you asking? What are you saying? Where is this thought <laughs> oh, God. happening? No, you had said, like... Something I said in the recording or prior? I think that's what you said. Maybe I imagined that you said this. But it was something about, like, how, like, oh, it's, like, the time, like, for, like... Yeah, like, it makes sense that he would say that, but, like, because there isn't a lot of, like, good representation, Mm. like, it's not really good to do... Do you get what I mean? Yeah, it's not good when your dying declarations of love in fantasy shows are the gay character more often than the straight character. I don't even know if that's statistically true, but also, statistically, there's a lot fewer gay characters or, well, queer characters of whatever directional they have, (laughs) gay, straight, uh, LGBTQIA+. Any of those. Exactly. If those are the characters that are dying more often or dying dramatically to save the world, it's like, why are they the sacrifices when there might be other ones that make more sense? Yeah. There's a whole other problematic angle to the Quentin version, which we'll get to in the Magicians episodes coming up, but... I think you just reminded me of, like, Dean and, like, his, like, quote-unquote bisexuality. Mm. And how, like, I don't mind at all if there is a character who is straight, identifies as straight, but, like, is as a straight man, but thinks that, like, men are attractive. I think yeah. that's totally fine. I think it just becomes kind of problematic because there aren't, like, bisexual, like, a lot of bisexual characters in TV at all. And so, like, making Dean's, like crushes on guys like bunny yeah it's just like a little weird well yeah destiel was definitely a, i mean we didn't talk about the direct line from fan fiction about destiel but is definitely a comedic sort of angle earlier on I yeah think. and then they have the whole like thing about how dean watches like dr sexy and- it is compelling i thought you said you weren't a fan i'm not i'm not oh boy what? It's him. Who? It's him. It's Dr. Sexy. Doctor? 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 Doctor. You want to give me one good reason why you defied my direct order to do the experimental face transplant on Mrs. Beale? One reason? Mm. Sure. <clears throat> You're not Dr. Sexy. You're crazy. Really? Because I swore part of what makes Dr. Sexy sexy is the fact that he wears cowboy boots, not tennis shoes. Yeah, you're not a fan. It's a guilty pleasure. And, like, he, like, is really attracted mm, to the yeah. doctor. And then he has the whole thing where I interpreted it as he thought, like, cowboys were attractive. Like, yeah. all of that. It kind of... I, I wouldn't know where to find these numbers, but I'm curious what percentage of the audience and at what point it might have changed. Like, when the show first started, was it a bunch of, like, teenage nerdy boys watching Supernatural? Uh-huh. 
And so they catered to them. It's like, these are these masculine ideal hunters who go out and fight monsters. Or if that's who- And then maybe as the audience drifted more female, or the show drifted more female because of this, when they started accepting more other things and having- Or maybe it wasn't even that that's who is watching, but that's who they originally thought they were making the show for. They thought like, oh, a bunch of like, guys will like this show about guy hunters. And then it turned out that, you know, a lot of Well, the original show's creator and showrunner left at, what, season, after five seasons? Yeah. So they'd already introduced Castiel at that point. Yeah. But it was a very serious angels are blowing up our mythology and the show could be over. Yeah. And then they keep going. They're gonna expand because you have to. You can't just keep killing off and resurrecting the same characters over and over. You also have to expand. Exactly. And so they do. Yeah. I I just think it's like funny funny how they like um how people involved thought it was like a gift and then everyone was like, This is this isn't a gift. We're in pain. <laughs> this like yeah, isn't we, what we wanted. I don't even know if we got to question three on the Vito more um Russo test last time on when we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Where to go, where to go? Because the last question there after, you know, at least one character that is identifiably lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and or queer. Not to be solely or predominantly defined by their sexual orientation or gender identity. That's B. So it would fit. Yeah. They don't really identify them exactly, but. I mean, he casts as an angel. He defies gender. He defies sexuality. I'm totally okay with that. Like, yeah. He, He's in a man's body because that man was available. Jimmy, exactly. Yeah. Jimmy was available. Yeah. But the. Third one is, and tied into the plot in such a way that their removal would have a significant effect, meaning they are not there simply to provide colorful commentary, paint urban authenticity, or set up a punchline. And so, yeah, if you're treating it as a humorous subject, that's not good. Yeah. Can you? Yes, but you need to also not. You need to have, you can have a gay character who's funny, as long as you also acknowledge that gay people are regular people and don't have to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, like going back to you know Will and Grace, the main character is a gay man, but our funny fruity gay guy is the supporting character that doesn't get the romantic plot lines. Yeah, well, because for a long time when they finally like started having LGBT characters, a lot of the times these LGBT characters were kind of like one dimensional mm-hmm. and didn't really have like backstories yeah. and whole things going for them. So yeah, your your gay characters and LGBT characters, whatever, should have. <laughs> personalities and yeah they be... should not be justified by they're the gay characters yeah which i guess is kind of true for castiel i mean yeah. when i think of castiel the first thing that i think isn't like oh but to be fair in the literal text of the show he's not necessarily gay no that's how he's playing the scene that's how we interpret it but that isn't necessarily even what all of the writers or producers well it could even be possible because he's an he's an angel doesn't matter <laughs> Sexuality isn't real. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, well, you're talking about queer issues, and I'm just like sexuality. We haven't even brought up, you know, asexual representation. Then just watch um, BoJack Horseman. Oh Lord. Whew. <laughs> there was another show that had someone who was openly asexual. Recently. Getting into so many things. Um, yeah. Uh, so if if you have specific things we got wrong, talking about specific episodes, what's our- going on? We didn't do the triangle yet. We're gonna get there. Get in touch. Find us on social media. We'll end with the triangle. Because I think it matters on this episode more than it. Yeah. Cause... Find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, and tell us all of the things, and send me gifts. Yeah. And 
other shows we should watch that don't bury their gaze. Yeah, we have a whole list of things to watch. Yeah, but send us some happy things. We'll change the order if something sounds more fun. Actually, send us anything. We'll watch whatever. We don't care. We we have Ish. we have opinions about anything. <laughs> yeah, mostly anything. <laughs> there, there's lots of other things to watch in the world and new things all the time. And I still watch movies sometimes. Um, but this podcast is our priority. It is our life. We live, breathe, eat, and sleep. 50 to 20. 20. I forgot exactly. what it was called for a <laughs> Lives it, it. Doesn't know what it's called. It's called Bury Your Gaze. It's called, it's called Bury Your Gaze, the podcast. To be fair, we could have done a whole show just about that, but we, that would get really sad. Sad or angry or both. Yeah. For a while. Just traumatize and the masses. It still could. So we'll, we need some happy ones in there also. We'll get to, you know, some young royals might watch Heartstopper. <gasps> yeah. Um, but we are gonna. And bury, we will include. We are gonna bury another gay next. We time. are gonna include some lesbians. We're gonna get to Bly Manor. I'm gonna make you watch that. Yep. yep. And it's a really good one. We'll talk about Buffy at some point yeah. as well because that's an interesting bisexual conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, problematic showrunner, you know, problematic show. Yeah. That's okay. So, triangle. Triangle. What do we call this? Am I making this up? I'm making this up. So. What was the triangle? It was fan delusion. This is not fan delusion. Not anymore. (laughs) No. Retroactively, it becomes not that. It could have been. They screwed themselves. Right. They could have left it just as that. He he didn't have to say, I love you. If he just hadn't said those three words, they could have... Being like, well, no, you could even just... say I love you, like as as you're right. my best just... friend in the world, not like yeah. I wish I had you and I never got to have. Like that was gay. Yeah, the having, the having. It's in the having. I wish it's the one thing I always wanted that I knew I couldn't have. Like okay, <laughs> okay. At least he didn't say doing. Oh God, <laughs> that would um, just be. Then the other corners are you know uh, queer baiting. Uh, There's a little bit of that. Uh, I think in Supernatural, not in that episode but i think overall i think there you could argue there's some queer baiting because they knew fans shipped Destiel. they acknowledged it in fan fiction yeah and but they don't have to do what the fans want i'm not one of those i think if true, you didn't want to do it you don't have to do it so i don't think it was super queer baity i would err on the side of there was probably some queer baiting where like they heard that and they were like okay we're gonna bring it up just to String them along a little longer. Sure. Yeah. Or but like, not as cynical as some. I, th- I think it was less about getting people to watch the show for gay representation and more about just like giving people like a talking point yeah. on like Tumblr or Twitter. Like, and hey, and hey, to be like, this. yeah, fans, we know you're there. Yeah. Because they we this see. is a show that acknowledged their fans with yeah. Monster at the End of the Book, fan fiction. Exactly. All of that stuff. Yeah. In they acknowledge they're in a TV show. Yeah. Know, so. French mistake. They acknowledge <clears> they're just a TV show. And this is all being written. Yeah. And God cancels the show. Or is going to cancel the show. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, it's not delusional. It's not quite queer baiting, but is it healthy representation? No. No. Uh, no. I'd say out of context, there are some moments that almost could be, but no. They have some excellent moments, but it's not like so, healthy. So, so Destiel's somewhere in the middle of the triangle. It's it not li- at any of the corners. It literally covers all of the boxes. And I think that's what happens when your show's on for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then with the barrier gaze, though, it definitely veers away from the healthy side. Yeah. I don't know which angle it goes toward, but it's not good. 
It pulls it out of the triangle a little bit. Exactly. This, like, the dot isn't even in the triangle. We have a, it's a, it's a pyramid <laughs> yeah. with four corners. Exactly. And this one. And they're pointing it toward the other one, which is the bad one. You don't want to be in that corner. <laughs> no, you don't. And Destiel got some. We'd rather have place. queer baiting without dead people, because at least then our fanfic all lines up. But we did get some great fanfic after that <laughs> happened. People put their heart and soul into those fixes. So. Good. <laughs> um, I'm sure we'll mention Destiel again and might revisit it again, but that's all I got for now. Yeah. So again, find us on social media. Maybe sometime soon we'll have the Patreon. I do have a Patreon, but at We're the moment there's, there's no benefits there. There's no stickers at the moment. But you can start supporting the show if you want to. It's uh, Lemming Drop Studio is how you find it on Patreon. Yeah. Or go to lemmingdrops.com. You can find links to all of my social media and podcasts and all that stuff and the Patreon. Otherwise, find this show on social media and tell us what you thought. Tell us what you think of Destiel and other ships. And, and send me gifts. Send us gifts. Because <laughs> I think you you might run our social media stuff more than me. So Oh, totally. I will talk to you guys day and night about Destiel. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, that's all I got. Bye. Touch face.